everybody. Welcome back to Forbidden Cinema. Hello. I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. And today we're going to go deeper on the 1990 film Tremors. Ooh. (laughs) So, raise a glass to Fred Ward. Yes, R.I.P. Oh, man. We miss you, man. We miss you. So, the first thing I want to get into is why is Tremors not a bigger thing? That's a really vague question. It's a vague question, and I kind of would have thought, like, to me, it seems like a really large cult classic, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, let me get into that, okay? Okay. So, I I went deep on the budget and the business of Tremors. Of course you did. Yes. Tremors made 16600000 at the box office. What was the budget? Uh, it was about $10 million. Okay. It was a modest hit. Yeah. It was number 76 for the year. I mean, I guess that's all relative to how many movies came out that year. Right. Um, It beat the movie Spaced Invaders. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That actually was probably, I think, on the list of things we rented in the summertime, too. Okay. That that movie is actually better than it has any right to be. I have not seen that movie Probably since a year or two after it came out, but I remember loving it. It was it was goofy. It was it had some smart humor. So movies that I saw in the theater this year. Okay, so nineteen ninety. That beat this film in the box office. All right. We've previously talked about DuckTales the movie. Yes. I'm I saw DuckTales the movie. Jetsons the movie. Yes. The re release of the Jungle Book. The re release of the Jungle Book, like the original The original Jungle Book. I don't know that I saw that in the theater. I saw that at the drive-in. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I've, that was a huge... I mean, I... That's like a certain era. Bare necessities. <laughs> Sorry. But like that, the animation of that and Sword in the Stone and Robin Hood, I feel like the same like group of, of Disney animators. We watched like this a ton. This hadn't come out and I hadn't seen it in the theater in 1990, maybe in 92, 93 when Tailspin came out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been as on board. Got it. No, we watched. We had the you know the classic clamshell Disney. Oh, see, no, we, I we had not. yeah, we we had Jungle Book. Oh no, we had Mickey and the Beanstalk, and we had uh, Lady and the Tramp, and maybe uh, two thirds of Sleeping Beauty. Oh wait, I feel like we had like a lot. Okay, we definitely had Jungle Book though, and all Robin of mine Hood. were taped on just rando tapes. I honestly couldn't tell you what we had in like the clamshell versus what we had in, on tape, but I think the first clamshell we had was Beauty and the Beast. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, the re-release of Fantasia. Oh yeah, okay. Fantasia was weird, like. Uh, did you watch Fantasia much? Like I, we, I feel like we had it and we watched it. It was one of the four or five movies my grandparents had. Oh, they had see. Fantasia. They had the Sean Connery movie Medicine Man. <laughs> they had like the National National Geographic Civil War. Interesting. Something, uh, a some sort of like three VHS set of baseball something that's very random but that that sounds totally like does that not sound like my grandfather it does but it totally sounds like it's like grandparent movies like they didn't they didn't know what to pick but yeah fantasia like it felt like there were like definitely like segments that i loved watching and segments that were like boring (laughs) but uh, we've also discussed on this podcast Ghost Dad came out this year. Yeah, uh, well, you saw him theater with your grandfather. Yeah, he took us. To, he took it to see. I mean, like, he did not like venture out and take us places much. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like him and you know my sister and my cousin. They he he took us to see that. That's a, the bad Jim Varney looking kind of nice. <laughs> Ernest goes to jail. Rescuers down under. Oh yeah, we definitely saw that in the theater. The Little Mermaid. Saw that in the theater. Gremlins 2? No. I'm, I'm from a household of girls. We okay, didn't watch yeah, but Gremlins. I saw that in the theater. Edward Scissorhands. I did see Edward Scissorhands in the theater. I saw Edward Scissorhands in the theater. My dad took me. We were on vacation at Myrtle Beach. We are, and my dad took me to see Edward Scissorhands. But, I have no idea why. I was 10 years old. That movie has nothing to interest a 10-year-old. 
No, but he must have like, it seems like the total thing that he was like, I'm taking my goth kid on a beach vacation to I go was see. 10. I wasn't I goth yet. I know. Is but- that why I became goth? Because I, I was 10 and I saw Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> Is my father responsible for my weird goth phase for 15 years of my life? <laughs> Could be. We saw two, though, and I don't know why. I mean, it, it seems exactly the kind of thing that my my mother would rally against. I mean, Anthony Michael Hall, pour one out for my homie. Oh my He's God. a bad dude, that. I, I don't even remember that. It's been so long since I he's watched her, it. He's her boyfriend. They get, like, oh, stabbed in the face at the end. Is he? Yes. I, I, like, legit. I, I could not tell you hardly anything except for, like, um, Bush... Bush creates like you know sculpt sculptures, Bush calls uh, sculptures, whatever. Kathy Baker, because Kathy Bates and Kathy Baker. Are in this well, movie. I know that um, we were just talking about uh, what's her freaking face, not Judy Dench. <laughs> um, what's her name? Who plays his mom or plays like his adopted mom? We were just talking about this in like a recent. Oh, Diane Weist. Yes, 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 yes. Um, that's like kind of all I remember. I mean, I remember Winona Ryder as a blonde and that was weird but i'm pretty sure i still have one sleeve of posters from college i got rid of most of my college dorm posters but in in the garage i still have one roll of posters and i'm pretty sure edward scissorhands is one of the posters that's still in that roll got it i mean i remember watching it i remember like being a thing that i enjoyed and like kind of took to heart i mean i I mean, I like Johnny Depp, but I don't know when and where. That it wouldn't have been my from first this. experience with Johnny Depp. My definite first experience with Vincent Price. Ah, uh, not my first experience with Vincent Price. I don't think because I come from. Oh, like, you come from that kind of family. I do. I come from like an old school movie family. I'm looking right now at a treasure of great recipes by Vincent Price. That was my anniversary gift about three years ago, right before COVID, babe. Yeah, Vincent Price's cookbook. <laughs> and I cannot read that book without doing it to my Vincent Price impression. <laughs> like, like, how to serve frankfurters. <laughs> I serve frankfurters with mustard and have sauerkraut on the side. And Occasionally a split bun. And death. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I get this guy. Problem child. Poor one out for John Ritter. Saw that in the theater. Hunt for Red October. I did not see that. Was... My dad took me on like a Wednesday night. Weird. Yes, to go see Hunt for Red October. I had no, I'd never heard of the movie. I had no, I, I did not know, um, I want to say Jack Swagger, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a professional wrestler. He wishes that he was Jack Swagger. <laughs> Jack Ryan. Jack. Jack Ryan is the character is this Alec the Baldwin. First Alec Baldwin played him, but who would later be played by. A lot of people. Uh, by Indiana Jones. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford played him. And then John Krasinski now? Yeah, yes. Which is, I always thought John Krasinski was kind of a Streisand, but he's rocking the shit in this one. <laughs> Y'all, that's a 40-year-old version reference. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future 3. Saw that. Dick Tracy. I don't know. I don't honestly remember if we saw that in the theater. I, feel like I saw it in the didn't. theater twice. I had the McDonald's cups. I had, I dressed like Dick Tracy for, we're going to do Dick Tracy next week. So, right. you know, I, we, I should probably save most of this. I had the, the trading cards. I dressed like him for Halloween. That that Christmas, all I got was Dick Tracy stuff. I had the comic books, the watch. Uh, yeah, I, I went full Dick Tracy that year. I mean, my dad loves Dick Tracy. I mean, he, probably somehow my dad feels like he grew up in that era mm-hmm. but he didn't he didn't at all That's- i saved a bunch of money to buy because we had a sam's club membership that year because my mom had a business she was a professional seamstress and so we got free sam's club membership and i saved a bunch of money to buy a three pack of dick tracy vhs's oh wow like old dick tracy meets gruesome gruesome was boris karloff <laughs> yeah so like the return of dick tracy teenage mutant ninja turtles i'm pretty sure we saw that in the theater i don't know why like my parents would have taken us but i'm pretty sure we did i mean 1990 oh i can't do math i would have been about nine so that means that my next i mean 
1990, like, I, my youngest sister would have been barely a year old. Mm. So, I don't know. My mom signed me and my next-door neighbor out of school early to go see that movie because it was 3.50 to see it uh. on that day. <laughs> and- that totally tracks. <laughs> It's totally attractive to do with sign you out of school early. So it was four seventy five to see it after five, and there was the, the only showing that we could get to on Friday, the opening day. That was yeah. So she signed us out of school about twenty minutes. Early. I mean, I'm sure she really struggled with that. It's like, but it's very sweet that she wanted to make sure you got their opening day, but. Damn it, she was not going to pay that extra dollar fifty or whatever. Well, dollar twenty five times three, like me, my next door neighbor, oh. and her, you know, because she had to stay. That's true. And see like- Raphael say, "Damn," you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I said a lot of swear words in the Trevor's episode, but it's the first of we've done so many things that like I wasn't allowed to see boobs. That that's just a thing on this podcast. Like I was not allowed to see boobs. We've never done in this podcast, like, I wasn't allowed to hear swear words. <laughs> and so Tremors was the first swear word movie ever turned off. And so I went a little crazy on the swearing. So sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a safe space. Yes. Home Alone? I'm pretty sure we saw that in the theater. I yeah. saw it in the theater. Because they started having the big... That was the trailer. The new trailer was like, how many times have you seen Home Alone? Oh, I saw it two times. I saw it 12 times. Uh, I saw it 27 times. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't remember that marketing. Twice. No. That was a yeah, great marketing campaign. And look who's talking to. I don't think I've – I don't think we saw those. I hate talking babies. Mm. Um, that's not something we've really had an opportunity to – get into on this podcast because there's not really a lot of movies that we would be watching with talking babies but maybe that's part of it it's not actually a talking baby it's not like evil geniuses or baby geniuses or whatever that is and then like family guy i hate all of that stuff i'm really uncomfortable with talking babies but i don't think we went and saw it i mean maybe my mother hates talking babies too and that's where that comes from i don't know but so my by count, that's 18 movies I saw in the theater this year. That's a lot. And did not see Tremors. But, I mean, so nine years, I mean, 1990, you were nine, ten years old. I mean, I know that we talk a lot about, and I don't know, we we don't necessarily talk about it as on this podcast, but we talk a lot about this, that so many movies that are kind of like blood, guts, gore are really designed for 10 to 12 year old boys but they're never rated for 10 to 12 right, year old boys right. so movies i didn't see in the theater that came out this year that are above tremors got it look who's talking so, so look, look who's, who's talking, talking and look who's talking two came out the same, same year? year oh yes. my gosh wow less than nine months apart if you will <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that what do they call the irish twins <laughs> Navy Seals, Glory. I saw Glory like seven times we in watched, high school. We watched, yeah, we watched Glory in high school, like in history class. Memphis Bell. I remember the trailer for that. We watched that. I mean, at home, I'm pretty sure we watched it at home. Steel Magnolias. I watched that a million times. Joe versus the Volcano. Not in the theater, yeah, but I think I've seen that. Rocky Five. Uh, no, I haven't. Hard to Kill with Steven Seagal, his probably biggest movie ever. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Under Siege was his biggest I feel like movie. Under Siege had more clout. Flatliners? That's on his list of us to watch. Yeah. We talked about the Flatliners jacket in the Boy Scout giveaway, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Another 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I haven't seen either one of those. No. Driving Miss Daisy. I've seen that, but not in the theater. I th- Ghost? I, well, Ooh, Ghost. I saw Ghost like around the time that it came out. That could later on, if we do another series of what were they thinking, Ghost could definitely be in that. I've still not seen that. That is a huge hole in my Oh, then we need to totally watch Ghost. I've seen a lot of Sway's Dog, but I've not seen that one. I feel like... I don't feel like there was a huge separation in time of seeing Dirty Dancing and seeing Ghost. Okay. My Blue Heaven. 
Oh my god! I know. We've talked about my blue heaven. I've we, never seen that, but you, I know that that's a huge thing. That for you. could be that could be in the in this category too. I know we're not going to keep on this category for a little bit, but my we watched it like crazy. That's like where I learned what the merengue was. <laughs> it's a Steve Martin too. I feel like Steve Martin gets a a huge pass in my house. Bill Murray, which is so weird. No, but Steve Martin, huge pass. That is so weird that Steve Martin gets a pass for your mom. Yeah, they're all on board for Steve Martin. So what you're saying is this is a Jacob's Ladder scenario? <laughs> I have not seen Jacob's Ladder. Young Guns too. I, I feel like all the Young Guns and all the what was the one with all the chicks? Um, are you talking about Bad Girls? Yes. Okay. Should Bad Girls go on the list? I feel like Bad Girls. Was Should we do on Young Guns and Bad Girls like back to back? Maybe they feel like a dual episode. I feel like people or... said Young Buns back in the day. <laughs> Probably, but it, I feel like that's the thing. Yeah, we've seen Bon Jovi in concert. Yes, since the last time that we've recorded. Yes, and yes, he is definitely involved in Young Guns oh, my mythology. Gosh. Blaze of Glory. He didn't sing Blaze of Glory. Did he not? No, they did One a Dead or Alive. Mm, okay. But no Blaze of Glory. This is true. Predator 2? Yeah, I definitely didn't see that. Did Bill it, Paxton? <sighs> yeah. Did it, isn't there a new Predator coming out? It's called Prey. It's set in like 300 BCE in the United States, like the Creole Nation or whatever, or the, or the Creek Nation. Weird. That's a Creole. And in the Creek Nation. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm very, very interested in that. Goodfellas? Yeah, definitely. I I cannot remember if it's Goodfellas or Casino. I don't know. Someone someone gets it's a something Joe Pesci gets a bat and hits people with it. Sorry. There's I'm one doing where a, some, my my version of uh crap, what's his name with the eyes? With the eye? Oh, 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 Jim Brewer? Jim Bre- yeah, I'm doing my impression of Jim Brewer <laughs> doing Joe Pesci. Y'all, the, the, that is a marital connection right there. The guy with the eyes. <laughs> and I pulled Jim Brewer out of that. Um, someone gets viced. Like, head- that's, that's Casino. Yeah. I- yeah. That's Sharon Stone. Ugh. Not so much. Yeah, I've- I didn't finish Casino. I was like, uh, yeah, it's enough. That's like the opening scene is the vice. That's all I know. Yeah. So that was like, yeah, that's too much for me. War of the Roses. Nick Nolte. I want to say Kathleen Turner. Or, Maybe I'm completely or wrong. That or Barbara Streisand. I okay. can't remember. Gotcha. gotcha. One of those two. Misery. I saw Misery at a sleepover. We watched Misery and Silence of the Lambs. Oh man. Oh, that's a sleepover. In like sixth grade. I've still never seen Misery. I've seen Silence of the Lambs. Boy, that's a that's a good one. It is very good. It, it definitely, it, I don't feel like it's ever been a conversation. That one like flew so under the radar, like absolutely <laughs> not. Kindergarten Cop is not a Tuma. It's <laughs> exactly what I was going to Or say. Boys Have a Penis and Girls Have a Vagina. I mean, somebody's like, not a Tuma. <laughs> that's it's, that's my quote when i that. learned what a vagina was and Congrats. you know being married for 16 <laughs> years or so i appreciate vaginas you know i mean it's a thing <laughs> what you say <laughs> congratulations that that was taught to you by arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> well just some kid in his class <laughs> right so like not even arnold schwarzenegger but a kindergartner in the class <laughs> born on the fourth of july I've never, still never seen that. That was the first trailer I ever saw that had a swear word in it. It wasn't much of a swear word. It was like, like people say, if you don't love America, then get the hell out of here. Ooh. Well, I love America. Like, Ooh. he said hell. He said Aww. hell. He said hell. Ooh. In the trailer. Like, on TV, <laughs> he said hell. <laughs> Days of Thunder. Mm. I feel like I remember that trailer really vividly, but I've never seen it. Carrie Elwes is in that. Oh, is he too? It's another Tom Cruise and Carrie Elwes? Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a long-haired Tom Cruise. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's where he met Nicole Kidman? I believe so. Uh, Die Hard 2? Die Harder? 
<laughs> That's such a terrible title. It's so bad. And it's it's the worst of the Die Hard movies. It's even worse than the later Die Hard movies. Wait, but isn't that the one with Samuel L. Jackson? No, it's Die Hard 3, okay. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay, D- 3 is good. 3 is great. Die Hard 2 is trash. I, I don't Die even... Hard 2 has uh, Michael Ironside and Sipowitz. Mm-mm-mm. It's like at an airport. It's not good. Oh, I don't remember anything about that. Like, no, not at all. Okay. Well, I do remember a plane. I do remember a plane. Yeah, planes like, like, they, like I, they like blow up the plane. They're trying to take and, away. Like, plane Mythbusters and, tried to like, can you blow up the plane that's flying away by lighting like, its gas trail? Like, and no, you can't. Plane, plane and snow. I kind of remember that, but that's it. I don't remember like literally watching. Yeah, it I think it's Christmas in New York, like at JFK or whatever. Got so it, it's got all it. snowy. But three, three is great. Yeah, three is fantastic. Pretty Woman. I, mean, I definitely didn't see this in the, that in the theater. Quigley Down Under. <laughs> that is one of those I remember the trailer for that vividly because he eats a worm. <laughs> like, uh, ew, gross. <laughs> house party. Okay. Oh, house party like uh, kid and play. Yes. Okay. Child's Play Two. Definitely no none no horror movies. No, there were horror movies did not crack our household. Gotcha. Sam Raimi's Dark Man, starring Liam Neeson. I'm That's aware. one of those that I did not ask my parents about, and I watched, and I'm so happy, because they would not have let me watch it. I was over at a friend's house, they had it, and that movie is awesome. <laughs> I've seen pieces of it now, but never, yeah, I'm... Only like because he he's able to create masks that he only bl- last. He's trying to create fake skin. Right. He, it only lasts for a ninety nine minutes. Ninety nine minutes. Yes. Okay. But that's he gets blown up. But he was just so happened to be working on fake skin, and he gets blown up and horribly burned, and he can create faces that only well in the they last eternally at night. But in the sun, they only last 99 minutes. That's why he's Dark Man. Got it. Who's the chicken that? Because yeah. I I feel like that's all I remember, like, seeing, ep- like, parts of the movie where he's, like, trying – because, like, he's in a relationship with someone and he's trying to, like, see her again. And yes, he's, like, yes. running away because – Like, yeah. oh, I got you in my face. E- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. That was a pretty good Liam Neeson and Dark Man. <laughs> it was not – a great thing, but he was not great at that. <laughs> Sam Raimi in 1990, guys. I mean, God bless him. This was pre-Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Mort Spider-Man. <laughs> so we have postcards from the edge. I mean, pour one out for Carrie Fisher. It feels like in 1990, I remember a ton of trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like, okay, that was a movie that existed, but... We have Tango and Cash. Okay. RoboCop 2. Yeah, I, mean, I knew RoboCop existed, but again, it's not it's a horror movie, but definitely like not a girl household movie. Right. Arachnophobia. Ooh, I remember watching that. Like That I, was one of those like rented first night on we, VHS when it came out. I remember I remember it watching it but i remember my parents had watched it multiple times before i did gotcha gotcha yeah bird on a wire it's mel gibson yeah i know i know the title but i don't know anything about it presumed innocent yes and finally total recall ah. total recall is on this list guys we're going to do total recall at some i remember point. my po- that was the era. So 1990, I guess 1990 was an era where my parents were still watching movies, like as adults. We had Total Recall on VHS, and I was not allowed to watch it. And it's Sharon Stone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's Paul Verhoeven directing. I don't. I mean, we might have had it recorded, and we didn't have like an official VHS of it. I mean, that's. I remember. I've not seen it to this day. I mean, there were weekends because like showtime mm-hmm. or stars or i feel like there are even networks that you know premium networks that don't exist anymore that would have like preview weekends and they would show it would be free and there would be movies all weekend and my dad would just record movies all weekend long it didn't <laughs> matter what it was but it was free 
So he was going to record it. And so we were not allowed to change channel <laughs> at all. But I mean, that's based on a Philip K. Dick story. And I've still not seen it to this day. It's Francis McDormand in Darkman. Oh, okay. I, that that makes sense now. Yes. So I'm moving on to Kevin Bacon's hair length correlation with <laughs> his nudity. I'm sorry that I put you on this rabbit hole. Do you want me to go through this whole thing? Oh my gosh, there's a whole page of <laughs> shit, y'all. Or do we just kind of trust that I've done the research? I t- totally trust you've done the research. So I've got... I, I signed the one to ten on hair length and amount of and there's nudity. a chart and so we have a correlation trend line here. Y'all, there is you. You have to send this. I have to post this. <laughs> JFK, a few good men, and Mystic River really skew this line. Okay, because anytime where he's playing a police officer or or military man. There's not enough shower scenes to really... Got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's we can, fair. We just throw a few shower scenes in there. Let's, let's get some dicks out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, JFK, eh, That I, I understand. There's no room for dicks in JFK. I disagree. But Mystic River, they, there could bend some just straight on gratuitous nudity. Exactly. Nudity. Exactly. But as you can see for this trend line, it's not the best R squared value, it's uh, but not, there is definitely not. a linear collation. Uh, that's what all I was really saying that I, I really feel like there is some sort of correlation. I mean, it's not like immediately relate like every single one. Yes. Long hair, no dicks, short hair, dicks. But I mean, like I include like butts and bulges and <laughs> I mean you know, he's in thank Animal you, House. Thank you for giving me the benefit of the doubt. Are you familiar with him in Animal House? Actually, I think I he's am. He's one of the pledges yes. in Animal House. He's in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. he's one of the he's in like a really bulgy speedo. I mean, you get, <laughs> you get an idea what Dick's going on. Okay. Yeah, he gets like an arrow shoved through the throat really mm. slowly. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. But yeah, like footloose, long hair, no dicks, you know, tremors, long hair, no dicks, flatliner, long hair, no dicks. The river wild, medium hair, fully clothed, wild things, really short dick. Hollow man, kind of short, full butt, and infrared dick. Okay, that counts. Yeah. Where truth lies, is side dick a thing? Like, Like side boob is a thing. I mean, I think any, like, genital... Like side, side boob, you, like, don't see the tip, but you see most of it, but it's not, like, full-on nude. So side dick, if you, like, see, like, from the side but don't see the tip, is that... What's I side think dick? that counts. Does that count? I think, it gets, I think it's even more salacious than side boob. I mean, side boob, like, people just wear clothes and they're side boob sometimes. Should we start wearing clothes with side dick? No. <laughs> no. The best side dick I could find was Where Truth Lies. Are you familiar with that movie? I feel like I should be, and I maybe, like, but it makes me immediately think of what lies beneath. No. It's him and Colin Firth playing basically Dean Martin and uh, Jerry Lewis, like, as much as you could without actually getting sued. That feels vaguely familiar, but no, I never saw it. And I think Rachel Blanchard, who's like the police officer in Seventh Heaven. Yeah, I know who Rachel Blanchard is. Yeah, she's like the dead body that shows up in the hotel room. Rachel Blanchard is like not Alicia Silverstone. Very much so, yeah. yeah, She's she's Cher in in the TV show. In the TV show. show, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's the dead body that shows up in the hotel room. I don't think think there's anybody that's... Assuming there's a dead body in the Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, but I think a lot of kind of the gay rumors, Mm -hmm. and I think it deals with gay rumors as well as you could in 2005. I don't know. It's um, it's directed by Atom Egoyan. He's a Canadian director. He's a director who has actually won an AVN award, the Adult Video News. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've unfortunately I think I've left show. I think Showtime shows the AVN awards live, and I think I've just 
come downstairs after watching American Ninja or something a few times and left the AVN Awards on for you. <laughs> Actually, maybe yeah, but not 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 as not as visceral as like wrestling or. Uh, yeah, American. It's great that leaving wrestling on is not as visceral because you came to you like yelled down and you're like, why is there someone like explaining that she's like up for the best anal scene of the year? <laughs> <laughs> but for about a decade or so, the AVN actually had awards for the best alternative adult film, so the best like non-porn adult movie. Okay. So I'm actually kind of curious about this. Uh, the first one was in 1994, was awarded to Beach Babes from Beyond. Okay. Which is that might be on this list. It, it, it may be. It's. It sounds like a USA Up All Night movie. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I remember it being very obvious on the uh, on the blockbuster shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and then several films that are just Playboy movies. Mm-hmm. And then you have Exotica, which is Adam Agoyan's movie. Are you familiar with that at all? It's a Canadian film. It, it's kind of one of the very early kind of 1996 Who's film noir. It? Probably not a lot of people you would have known. Um, Mia Kirshner. No, I know Mia Kirshner is in it, and the it's it's set completely in a strip club. It's kind of a film noir 90s okay. whatever. It's got not George Clooney is kind of the head the main guy. The narrator is Elias Codius, Casey okay. Jones, in probably the last time he ever had hair in a movie. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, guys. Yes, yes, um, yes. But uh, And actually, for those of you who don't know our lexicon, not George Clooney means a George Clooney lookalike. Yes. <laughs> but the 1998 Avian Award went to Crash which is a David Cronenberg film. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. It I remember got a the, lot of Oscars, didn't it? I don't think so. It, oh, it, really? I remember the trailer was in something else I had, and it being very salacious. Also, starring Elias Codius. Really? But by okay. this point, fully shaved head. That was a good choice. Yes, yes, yes. Was that? Um, I'm trying to think. Was was James Spader in that? Or? A lot of people were in that. I really feel like there was Oscar stuff. There might have been. Crash. There might have been. I think Crash is on our list. It's an NC-17 film about people get are sexually excited by car crashes. Right. And uh, so yeah, I definitely think that's on the list. So moving. I mean, people who are sexually excited by anything is a movie that was not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what. It was. 98 though 98 was getting to the point where we could kind of do what we wanted right by 99 because 98 there's like sexually excited by car crashes by 99 there is eyes wide shut and we were allowed to see that you've still never seen that have you allowed we were legally Legally capable of seeing it (laughs) allowed we were still living under our parents households that's a different ball should we do a because we did american pie right Yes. Should we do another series of things that we were allowed to see but had to sneak to see anyway? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. James Spader, Holly Hunter, Elias Cotes, um, Deborah Unger, Rosanna. From Highlander Ar- 3. Uh, Rosanna Arquette. Oh, Rosanna Arquette? Yes. Uh, Peter McNeil. Maybe not, but I, I feel like I remember watching the Oscars that year because we used to watch the Oscars. I mean, All like, the time. Crash won the Oscar in, like, 2011, but that's a different Crash. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Maybe I'm, like... The like, Sandra Bullock about race relations and a car crash and... Yeah, maybe I'm confabulating. So, moving on completely. Do you have anything else to say about 90s AVN Awards and nope. the uh, movies that were better than Tremors? Last thing to say about Tremors, though, it was the number one movie rented at Blockbuster in 1990. I totally get that. That So that is why there are seven sequels and two yes. TV series. Yes, the VHS market. Because the VHS box cover is amazing. Is it the, the – is it the cover – is the – the movie poster? Yeah, it's them all standing on. Yeah. The, that's not the movie poster. No, the movie poster was was lame. But it's them all standing on, the, and then the the like graboid tentacle 
with the human teeth. Well, the movie put. Well, I don't know. I what you know what I posted was from IMDb, so I don't know if that was. I think that's the VHX box cover. I think they kind of originally they were trying to make it like not a demon worm. They were trying to make you think that maybe it was a serial killer or something. Got it. They were really kind of trying to hide the demon worm thing. That's fair. Live a little mystery. I mean, until you actually see the thing, there is a little bit of mystery in the movie. Yeah, if you didn't know, I think they do that really, really well. I mean, I think that's another parallel with Jaws. Yes. 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 Like, what you don't see is the scariest part. Right. We talked about that in the episode. Yeah. So, uh, what is a butt that don't quit? <laughs> All right. So, probably a butt that don't quit comes from the slang, a butt that goes on or legs that go on for days, best I can tell. Okay. I found uh, an article by J.P. Stanley in American Speech in 1970 called a uh, homosexual slang as a homosexual slang well the the top seven homosexual slang words of the year were trick basket box camp queen mary and four days okay so reading green's dictionary of slang uh green associates very two kind of very different origins of four days that originally would be turned into don't quit that uh, 1970 U.S. LGBTQ plus scene and that possibly even 1968 U.S. black scene. Okay, cool. But that apparently the slang terms in the 68 to 70 black and LGBTQ plus scene is a very intermingling scene. Okay. And so it's very difficult to kind of figure out where things originated because pretty much everything on the fringe back then kind right. of hung makes, out together. That makes sense. Intermingled. And especially in the way that probably white people reported it or it, it, collected ex- the information. I, I don't know. It, it makes me a little nostalgic. Is that weird for a time that I never was even a part of a time that was probably terrible for all involved, but it's been a minute since I've been a part of something on the fringes, and got it. It's that was a good time. I don't know that it's terrible. I, am I completely, completely out of line here? I don't know. I mean, we we all want to be radical. Yes, yes, yes. And at some point, we aren't, and yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so. Melvin's parentage and the population of perfection. Sorry if that's a little bit of alliteration there. I like alliteration. <laughs> Except for in people's names. Oh, yeah. You do not like Peter Parker. You- I mean, it's fine, but it, it makes me think of superheroes. And so I don't like alliterated names in real life. Yes. Jenny kind of hates Stanley. I don't hate Stanley. <laughs> I've never Excelsior. said that. I've never. I, no, I don't like broad claim like words like that but anyway no like i don't hate stan lee but i alliterated names make me think of superheroes they did a excellent branding job (laughs) of that and so i don't like to create alliterated names for people in real life that's just that's what that is Okay, so the population of perfection. Actually, if you go look at the movie novelizations, if you look at the sequels, and if you look at the original screenplay, we get a little bit more information. So, uh, Nestor Cunningham is not Melvin's father. You were concerned about that? No, oh, oh, did where the, the, the fuck tire is, guy? Where the where did this kid come from? His parents, every time they get paid, they go to Vegas and leave him behind. It's wow. so tragic. Wow, what a backstory weird thing that exists in print and is nowhere uh, explained or talked about. In part about. three, it comes up. Part because, three? Yeah, because uh, Melvin comes back in part three. He's a crooked land developer trying to uh, develop perfection. Got it. That's terrible. Poor I know. Melvin. No wonder he's such an asshole. I know. Poor <laughs> Melvin. Yeah, every, like every two weeks his parents get paid and they – go to vegas until they run out of money oh wow i'm so sad for him but so yeah so uh, i guess uh jim the doctor and megan his wife are not yet included because they're still building their house did we include them in the count we did but we didn't include melvin's parents so 
Uh, okay, so okay, they're yeah. Melvin's them. parents are included in the count, but they're rarely there because they're off gambling their their life savings away. Got it. They're going to see Nomi in their in her show. Oh man, what a bummer for Melvin. He um, he seems so much more <laughs> relatable now. Yeah, what a tragic character. The GMC Jimmy that is Bert's car mm-hmm. is Michael Gross's actual car. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's they didn't have enough money to like he just he just volunteered his own car. That's I think so, so weird. And if you look really closely, it has a free Afghanistan bumper sticker on it. Whoa, whoa. nineteen ninety, folks. Whoa, whoa. I mean, isn't it what Rambo three like? Yeah. God bless the brave men and women of the Mujahideen. Yes, it is Rambo three. That I do know. I mean, hey, we're we're coming back to a. <laughs> where where Arab terrorist organizations versus Russian imperialism. It's a weird time, guys. It's a weird time. It is a real weird time. You mentioned how many shots were outdoors. Yes. There are two interiors in this movie. There's the interior of the... Uh, the convenience store. Right. And the interior of the rec room. The rec room, yeah. That's the only interior shots in this entire movie. Right. Everything else is outdoors. Yeah. I mean, excellent tans. <laughs> we also discussed Mother Humpers. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 100% this movie was filmed as an R-rated movie. God. And they came back and R-rated or ADR'd. Like at the very end, like, can you fly, you sucker? I didn't even catch that. I just catch Mother Humpers. Yeah, Mother like, Humpers is so obvious because it's nothing anybody ever says. <laughs> yes, but that, like, I guess they uh, replaced over 20 F-words in in ADR in this movie. Got it. I'm, they... I feel like that's one, that's one moment of the Mother Humpers when we can actually see like, the lips and like, He's right. not saying Mother Humpers. Uh, obviously. No one would ever say Mother Humpers. That's stupid. <laughs> Somebody realized in making this, though, that me and Tevi and – speaking of which, I found a bunch of photos of Tevi from Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> so I'll see if Jenny can get yeah, those I'll posted. Yeah, I'll get them posted. Yeah, the, 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 the kid that introduced me to this film. And, uh, yeah, this is a children's movie. A movie for children who then grow up to watch Sci-Fi Channel and be super into the sequels. It has to be that that has to be. So yeah, you you got to downgrade it and make it a PG thirteen. Yes, 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 yes. So the life cycle of a graboid. You okay. said shouldn't bother. Well, I bothered. <laughs> well, I mean, I do wonder. It's like okay, I mean. They lived here obviously for a while. These things haven't been. Are you familiar but- with the term Precambrian? Yes. It means basically they're the oldest life form on Earth. Cambrian is the first phase of life on Earth. So they're Precambrian. They're Precambrian. Yes. So they are the oldest form of life on Earth right now. But they haven't bothered anybody till 1990. Well, their eggs can lie dormant for hundreds of years. Okay. Okay. Um, it's unknown in this, there's only been, well, there's only been seven movies and two TV shows. So it's unknown exactly at this point what causes them to hatch. So they hatch about three to four feet long. They are, uh, Graboid. Chideris Americana. They gave it a, like, phenomen class and all of that? Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, at three to four feet long, they are fast enough to propel themselves through the ground and then can jump out of the air to attack and then attack in packs. We didn't really see them attack in packs, though. Well, that's, no, no, no. We, we, we only saw one form in this movie. Got it. Okay. Uh, so then they become, you know, the large 15-foot, 27-ton predators that we see in this movie with the three tongues. Mm-hmm. Um, after feeding, they will beach themselves and then give birth to between three to six shriekers. So three to six shriekers or uh, Caderius uh, Mexicana. 
I'm making eyebrows that I do not like that. Uh, They'll emerge from the graboid husk. They're bipedal pack hunters, about five feet long, three and a half feet tall. So this is a different thing? This is Tremors 2. So Tremors 2, we we have a whole new species of something. Kind of. Well, they emerge from the, the graboids, yes. They emerge from the graboids, the the dead graboids. Yes, the, well, they're they're very raptor like. This is you know the mid nineties now, so they're very raptor like. Okay. They're bipedal pack hunters, five feet long, three and a half feet tall. They're deaf. They see through heat vision. After eating one or two people, they can sexually clone and reproduce. They live for about twelve hours before the molting process. Molting. Yes. Ugh. So starting in Tremors 3, uh, they we have Caderus Americanus Combustus, also known as Ass Blaster. <laughs> uh, named by Jody Chang, Walter Chang's granddaughter. <laughs> Aww. They're about eight feet long, four feet tall. They have heat vision and the ability to fly. They kind of like a bombardier beetle style. They collect chemicals and then shoot into the air and in their wings they can ride thermal currents they tend to migrate together and uh, they're going to lay eggs that'll eventually become graboids so we're back we're back yes so that's how they can reach far corners of the earth but then not become active for hundreds and hundreds of years okay I will Except the lore that has been created, but I don't know that it still answers my question. But that's fine. Don't you know? That's fine. I think the answer to your question is there have been eggs there for hundreds and hundreds of years that, for some reason, became active. Okay, cool, done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of word. That what I hate about science fiction. I just said everything about it. Is all the made-up words that people are just like, yeah, that exists. It's a thing. We should all just accept it and just move on. No. Not a fan. That's why I don't like Dune, y'all. Oh, man. There's so so many words that people just assume. Ugh. Ugh. I hate. So many things happen today that make you love, that make me love you so much. But now you're talking bad about Dune. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, this is not new. I know. I know. And this is not new and it's not exclusive to Dune. But Dune is immediately the go-to of like any science fiction that just like has made up words that we're supposed to accept as just reality I think that's lazy. But you like Masters of the Universe of all movies where they just took one word, take it away, and like add it in a stupid word instead. I mean, I don't care about it. It's total camp. But yeah, no, like I'm not buying into the, the importance of any of those words. No. Like I like it. Like it, it hit in the right time frame and, and it was just stupid and campy and like a fun action movie. And I knew who He-Man was. Okay. So okay. like that was and he was kind of He-Man and She were kind of forbidden for me as a kid. My mom was not a fan of us watching the cartoon or me watching the cartoon, but she was like, I don't understand. You still like came home from school and knew everything that happened every single day because people would talk about it. <laughs> but I was never allowed to watch He-Man or She-Ra as cartoons. That was forbidden. So there may have been some sort of aspect of watching Masters of the Universe that kind of hid into that, honestly. Gotcha, gotcha. But still, made up words, it's lazy, y'all. Just make it relevant. So moving forward, do you want to do Finn Carter or do you want to do Playboy November 1990? Finn Carter? Who's Finn Carter? The science chick. The science chick? The intern. She will have. Oh. Oh, the actress. Do you know what else she's in? Uh, no. No, I don't. The actress who plays Rhonda, the science chick. Yes, 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 yes. Well, let's talk about her. Okay. Uh, she was married to Steven Weber when this was filmed. Oh, wow. Okay. And for about 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm Steven Weber from Wings. Mm-hmm. Um, she's currently a painter. Great. She hasn't really acted in 30 years. Her last role was just a really, really minor role in a uh, Ernie Hudson-directed movie. Ernie Hudson. (laughs) Yes. Uh, She's currently a painter. 
Her Instagram page has 874 followers and has been silent for about two years. Oh, what's going on with her? Uh, Last time I can find any reference of her in news, in Las Vegas 2019, she was arrested for possession of a stolen vehicle and about 14 stolen credit cards. Ooh, that's no good. Yeah. Okay. So her paintings, though, are fantastic. I would point everybody to her Instagram. Maybe we can link her up. I I have no idea if she gives a crap about any of this, but uh, I... I think her one gallery show was in Germany. I, I would want one of her paintings. They're fabulous. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. They they speak to me. Is she maybe potentially in prison, though? She could be. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I haven't foyered anything yet. All right. so, sorry if you're not a true crime, true crime person, but uh, FOIA is something in the true crime. It's the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like if you're listening to a podcast, you probably know what a FOIA is. You probably do. But if you don't. So getting into Playboy, November of 1990, it's uh, politically correct sex. It is their date rape concept. This little chart they have here, I don't know if we should do the whole chart or just part of it. I don't know what we should post. It's so close to correct. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. It is so close. I can so close. I can see a flowchart, but I can't read anything that's on it. Right. Basically, it's about consent. Mm-hmm. And basically, it is what now we would say is don't have sex. They have stop. Make no assumptions. As stupid as this sounds, this behavior does not necessarily indicate an interest in sex. A history of such behavior does not imply consent. Making love under these con- uh, conditions in the absence of explicit verbal assent may be viewed by concerned authorities as sexist behavior or worse as date rape. And its answer to yes to any of these questions is go ahead, whip out a contract specifying time, place, and birth control method. Ask her to sign it, then give her three days to think it over. Hmm. This is their concept of what sex will look like in the year 2000, the distant future. (laughs) Uh, That's cute. It's so close. It's really close. It's really close. I mean, it is like, you know, like, it's got that definite, like, you don't want to move forward because you might get in trouble. Like, not because... It's the, like... Yeah, like... Should we post the tea thing? Have you seen the tea thing? The tea thing? Where it's like, ask someone if they want tea. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. If, if they say, that, yes, they want tea, make them tea. Like If they fall asleep before the tea is finished, don't put the tea in their mouth. Right, yes. Um. So, I mean, I get, but for some people, the only whatever that they understand is like, if you do this, you will get in trouble. <laughs> And so that's motivation enough for them to do the right, the quote unquote, the right thing. They don't have enough of a moral compass to do, but that stops some people. So that's helpful. It's so close. <laughs> right. It's so close. It almost gets there. <laughs> so I have two things left. I have common household chemicals in proper proportions. Ah, yes. So I looked to the Myth Busters. Okay. So, yes, I was actually at an Adam Savage panel at Dragon Con oh, in yeah. 2016 and actually found a video from it on YouTube. And he mentions, and I completely forgotten about it, that they did kind of test whether common household chemicals in proper proportions could be made into bombs. And I guess, you know, there were some various things floating around the internet as to what that could mean. And it was so explosive that they destroyed the footage and contacted the uh, the Bureau of ATF. Oh, right. Oh, they tested things that were on the internet, and they worked so well that they were like, we can't put we can't put this on TV. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Good on them. Good on them. So, myth confirmed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they were like moonwalking away from it. Exactly. Exactly. Got so, it. yes, there are definitely common household <laughs> chemicals in proper proportions that can definitely murder some worms. All right. Good to know. Uh, the last thing I have is animals required for a stampede. <laughs> the 
the best thing I could find is animals required for a stampede is your height in inches divided by the animal's length in inches times 100. We, we have another chart. It, it's more of a... Mm, what's that called? Um, it's, this is just... This is just a table. Yes, a table. That's what I want. So cow is about 72 inches long. I'm about 70 inches high. So it takes about 97 cows to be a stampede. Interesting. Okay. Horses are about 96 inches long. So about 73 for a stampede. I looked up elephants are about 264 inches long. So about 27 elephants for a stampede. This might start to fall apart at the tails. I feel like you could do fewer than 27 elephants and still maybe consider it a stampede. I think you're in the middle of it. You're going to feel like a lot less is a stampede. Like six or like eight elephants might There's feel an like a emotional feeling here that's not part of the table. Right. Welsh corgi is about 24 inches long. <laughs> so I figure there's about 292 Welsh corgis to be a stampede. Or a, a cuddle puddle. <laughs> well, common house cat is about 18 inches long. So 389 house cats is a stampede or just Jenny's heaven. <laughs> I don't know. That is a lot. There's a, that's a lot of claws. That's a lot of like well-meaning animals that don't always have control of what they're trying to do. We we still have a kitten, y'all. And also today we were sitting and having breakfast, uh, and like I was like, oh, it's a cat in the yard. Oh no, it's a cat in the yard with a squirrel in its mouth. <laughs> and so yeah, they mean well, but I still don't know that I want that many of them. So, uh, giant pandas about 60 inches. <laughs> it's about 117 giant pandas equals a stampede. I don't know if they 117 just... pandas can stampede. No, they just roll. <laughs> they just roll in various directions. I don't think they can They can get on the same page. I don't know if maritime animals can stampede. You mean seaworthy animals? Yes, seaworthy animals. <laughs> but uh, it's got to be 20 feet. 25 feet, 15 tons at the least, or whatever. Um, sorry, that was a really terrible quint. But uh, 300 inches long, 23 great white sharks to make a stampede. I feel like less than 23 uh, yeah. great white sharks could be intimidating. Um, Maybe not stampeding, yes. but intimidating. Yes. Uh, to your sister, a manatee is about 114 <laughs> inches. <laughs> So it takes about 61 manatees to stampede. Jenny has a sister who is deathly afraid of manatees. She's afraid she's going to get stuck underneath one. So just one would do it. So three-toed sloths are about 31 inches long. It would take about 226 to make a stampede. They would move so slow. But also ghost like I was seeing. A Should video. we post a picture of you with the sloth? We can. Um, I was looking at a video of a sloth, like a baby sloth, being returned to the mama sloth, and it was such a slow encounter of like her, like taking it and holding it and bringing it. It's like, it makes me think of that episode of Buffy. Um, sloths make me think of like the silent men. Oh, or whatever the hush or whatever. Yes, the, they the do. Gentlemen. Yes. So sloths are kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, capybaras are about 48 inches long <laughs> take about 146 of them that's a lot i mean they 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 they're rodents of unusual size they are uh, you never know we, we have photos with capybaras too what noreen and buttercup yes that was the last thing we did it was before the pandemic well no we went to new york city the last that's true. That's true. We flew to New York and back, but uh, yeah, we were in JFK close. like right when COVID was starting, and that was weird. Yeah, it it was, and we didn't get it. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, guinea pigs about eight inches long, so take about eight hundred seventy-five guinea pigs. That's terrifying because they're so like small to the ground. They're just like all around your feet, and like <laughs> you're gonna trip and fall, and then who knows what happens when you trip and fall? Then you get covered up by like you know weird like ant piles. Well, so black bears. 72 inches long take about 97 of them i don't think it needs that many no no raccoons here's to you sterling Uh, (laughs) 20 inches long take about 350 raccoons for a stampede i feel like it would take a lot less i mean we were last two years ago i guess our our 
2020 vacation. We went to a, a Gatlinburg cabin, like just to kind of be away from things. And we were like, I in- could, I, sorry, I could, I told you that you would not need a bathing suit for the hot tub. We were far enough away from any of our neighbors, and it was fine. We were not far enough away from no. our neighbors for it to be fine. We were not. And though we were in hot tub, and we're like hearing this noise, and like you're like, oh yeah, there's like a a, a mama a- bear and it's two cubs. And it's like, there's a sound. It sounds way below. It's like, oh, that's a bear. It's like dark. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Like, there's a clear path, like up stairs, deck, stairs, deck to where we are. Like, we were up on a deck, which makes you feel like, you know, oh, yeah, we're totally fine. There's bear on the, the ground. But no, if bear was motivated to just like come walking up the stairs, I was like, no, we're getting out of this fucking hot tub right now. I think Jenny said, like, we're bear soup right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gone it, it sounded mean it sounded it was maybe- everybody that like left reviews on that airbnb said that mama bear and her two cubs were adorable but at 11 o'clock at night when i was dick out in a hot tub we'd it- already been drinking for a bit nah. <laughs> yeah no, i was no, no, feeling no, no. a bit like bear soup yeah we're out <laughs> yeah but you were talking about ants. You're probably feeling some Indiana Jones. Exactly. Uh, yes. Wolf spiders are about 0.8 inches. No. So like 8,750 ah! wolf spiders. Arachnophobia right there. <laughs> I remember not liking arachnophobia. It made, it definitely made it was like, yeah. So what else you got, lover? I think that does it. Sorry, I don't know if uh, dicks out hot tub or... <laughs> Or 9,000 wolf spiders. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. If if anybody's trying to listen to this and go to sleep. Sorry. Like, Neither one of those are. Like dicks out in a hot tub or, or 9,000 spiders. Neither one of those is That really is all the stuff that goes. nightmares are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we're over an hour in. What you got, lover? That's it. Done. All right. So uh, next week we're back. We are back to our what the hell were they thinking? thinking right and then like basically like stuff that was part of the regular lexicon that our parents let us watch we watched his family we probably ordered pizza and made cookies and and watched all of this saw it in the theater three times yeah, how you know once all in the, the theater once at in a uh, double feature at the drive-in but yeah so but it was definitely a movie that wasn't that different from movies that were completely off limits but so yeah, we're gonna hit up what Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy, yes. All right, we got we got mobsters. We've got Madonna. All we've the got torture. We've got uh, happy yeah. meals. We, I mean, yeah. What movie has a with torture like cement shoes has a happy meal tie? I mean, Dick Tracy gets tortured with a blowtorch in this movie. It's insane. It's insane. Like, let alone, like, the sex that's a part of it, which actually... So Madonna's coming back for second time. Welcome second back, time Madonna. Madonna. And I definitely, you know, we were talking about the sex book and, like, the things that went about. But it's Truth or Dare that I'm thinking of that I remembered it that has uh, Warren Beatty in it. Okay. So that may be Oh, something. Truth or Dare is on my list. Yeah, I think it, that it's, Truth it's or it's Dare... It's on, there's like 183 movies on our list and Truth or Dare is on there. I think that Truth or Dare needs to be like the next one because that's where they're in a relationship. Okay. So that may be what we do after that. We'll see what happens. It makes total sense. All right. So that's it, guys. Dick Tracy is what's up next. God help you if you fall into any of those stampedes. <laughs> I don't know. The the, the, the the corgis and the house cats both seem like I would kind of love to be in a stampede of those. I still think some damage could be done. Uh, so, you know, well-meaning, but damage could still be done. Um, anyway. Okay, one-third of the stampede. <laughs> one-third. One one-third would be perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, hit us up, Forbidden Cinema, on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we just wrapped or wrapping up uh, Minx on Max going deeper. So our coverage of Minx on HBO Max, which is a ton of fun. Second season will be coming up, but we are also thinking about what we're going to talk about in the meantime. So if there's a series that you're loving that you want to, you want us to talk about that is just kind of fun and sexy, that's kind of what that path is. Maybe murdery, all of those things apply. Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. 
All right. Bye, guys. We'll Thanks. see you next week. Bye.